Hi, everyone, and welcome to Geek Speak Louder Than Nerds, a weekly rewatch podcast for TV shows, movies, and a live presentation of two grown men arguing over which bug-themed superhero deserves to be higher on an arbitrary list of their own design. My name is Mike Hilty. And I'm Nick Farrow. How are you doing today, Nick? <laughs> I'm good. Did you like that one? That was good. That was good. <laughs> that uh, is going to perfectly encapsulate what we're going to be. I thought so. <laughs> well, I am doing just swell. It's been quite a week for Marvel news in particular. Between the Fantastic Four casting rumors, everybody take a drink because every time they do it, you have to now. That's the game. I've also enjoyed how the internet has now decided to double down on the casting rumors. Have you seen the most recent memes that have been going around with Pedro Pascal? Because Pedro Pascal is the most recent Mr. Fantastic casting rumor. They're just going nuts saying he's going to be all four of them. (laughs) They've got like fan images of him as Mr. Fantastic, but also as the Human Torch and the Thing. And like the Thing has his mustache. He's also Dr. Doom and the Invisible Woman. So it's really funny. But there were three big bits of news this week. uh, Other than that, that I wanted to tackle before we got going today. And that is we got our What If Season 2 trailer, our Madam Web trailer, and a bunch of Spider-Man 4 rumors are dropping. And I'm going to tell you today, I'm one for three out of excitement levels. I'm two for three out of, oh, no. (laughs) So uh, which one do you want to tackle first? Let's get the crap out of the way. Sony needs to stop with all of these Spider-Man spinoffs other Mm -hmm. than Into the Spider-Verse because I don't understand what their purpose and logic is to do any of these movies. Why are we making movies about Craven the Hunter, all these villains, what are we setting up? What is going on? What is Sony doing? Well, Haven't I mean, they... if these Spider-Man 4 rumor news is to be believed, it feels like. Remember how a few weeks ago when I was ranting and raving about No Way Home and all of the nonsense that Sony did to, like, bully the MCU? Like, if you want Spider-Man, then you have to do what we say now. Like, look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like with these Spider-Man 4 rumors, that is actually the case. Because the rumor is that Spider-Man 4 is going to be another multiverse movie with Tom Holland. And it's going to have the return of other villains, including Venom, Kraven, Morbius, the Vulture. And it's going to be a movie that connects the Sony universe to the MCU And then we'll lead through to Secret Wars. And I don't like any of that information at all. It sounds awful. No, because if anything, they should be scaling back Spider-Man and return him to his roots of being a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He is literally all by himself at the end of No Way Home. So... Maybe just let him do that and just kind of focus on picking up the pieces of his life versus he he doesn't need a Sinister Six right now. Well, not right now. Yeah. Or a another Sinister Six that he has to do. Also, we're putting cart before the horse. Like, 
what if Craven sucks? Which I, I mean, am. It's going to be more like when Craven sucks. He got bitten by a radioactive tiger, and they put that in the trailer. I don't see how the movie is any good. If you can make a movie with that as your starting point, I don't see how there's people on set saying, maybe that's a bad idea. Like, it sounds like everyone's just saying, yes, do that. You need someone there to go, hey, guys, maybe maybe don't do that, please. Do you think Aaron Taylor Johnson is just looking at the situation and be like, I gave up Quicksilver to do this. Okay, no, I don't think he cool. gave up Quicksilver. I, I think <laughs> I don't think he himself gave it up personally, but he probably understood that there was behind the scenes stuff between Fox and Marvel in order to get Wanda and Pietro in Age of Ultron. So probably looked at Elizabeth Olsen when she was cast and was like, Yeah, it's gonna be me, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm almost wondering if he signed on originally because they told him it was just going to be the one. Because, I mean, back then, he was kind of blowing up a bit with, like, Godzilla was a big thing for him, and he had something else at the time. So, like, I wouldn't be surprising if he decided, you know what, I don't want to be locked into these movies. And then they said, oh, it's only just the one. And he's like, okay, cool. He's giving me vibes. Like, he... He is the 2010s Sam Worthington. Mm. Like we're let's let's put you in as many things as possible to try to see if we can get you to blow up as an action star. And it just never happened. I'm not excited about this at all because it's also counterintuitive to so many of the problems that Marvel's currently having. Like stop thinking about stuff so far in advance right now. Focus on the things that are in active development right now. And who yeah. cares about this right now like who cares well the saving grace that i think might be with all of this news is if from what i've been seeing a lot of it has been overly negative like a lot of the response not not a lot of people are like into this idea like a lot more people have suddenly come out of the woodwork and been like we're kind of tired of this whole multiverse thing and the way you ended no way home led us to believe that we were going to be getting a back to basic Spider-Man. So why all this all of a sudden? And I'm almost wondering if Marvel themselves leaked this to try and shut Sony down a little. Like, well, obviously we can't do that. Fan reception is not very good. Like, I don't know. That's my hope. My one hope. Rebellions built on hope. My glass half full take that is probably not even a little bit close to the mark, but. I don't know I, I what don't, on earth they're thinking. Like, I don't understand what they're what they're thinking with this. And also, kind of what you said earlier, Marvel, you are in the driver's seat with this. Why are you placating to Sony so much? And I get it. It's because they have the rights to Spider-Man. They mm -hmm. they do. And they they unfortunately have a lot of leverage. I feel like everybody's got a price. And if Marvel really wants to go for it, they should just make a play and be like, what do you want? I don't think they have enough money at this point. Sony's been doing well enough with these characters that it's too lucrative for them to just completely sell it out, sell it outright. So I'm going to stop you right know. there. When I think of the word lucrative, Morbius does not well, come to mind. Yeah, this is true. So is true, but Spider. Then you've got Spider Verse. Sure, 
Sure. Spider-Verse 2 is now the number, what, six movie worldwide for the year? Give or take. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, like, it, they've they've been doing quite well. And I can only imagine that the budget on that one was lower. I, I heard it was high, like, medium. Not... I heard- High not for excessive. an animated film, but not not excessive. Yeah. Well, you you saw how it looked. Like, yeah, it better be a little yeah. bit on the on the higher side. At minimum, it looks interesting. At maximum, it is artistic and visionary. You know. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sony's got some income with these Spider-Man movies. I mean, I was hoping that they'd let Tom Holland stay with Marvel. The lesson I learned from No Way Home was people are apparently super cool with Andrew Garfield. Let's have two Spider-Men. Marvel, uh, MCU can have Tom Holland. Sony can have Andrew Garfield. And Andrew Garfield can go up against Tom Hardy. And Andrew Garfield can go against Morbius. Uh, I mean, I don't even want to do that to Andrew Garfield. But Sony, do your own Spider-Man universe like you and Avi Arad want to do. And leave Tom Holland alone. Leave the MCU alone. You don't need to be involved with them. That's just... Then don't take my stuff. Yeah. Speaking of just weird decisions, should we talk about Madam Web? Because I mean, briefly, sure. <laughs> um, so for some are you context, looking forward to this movie? No, no. no this is answer. this is not something that I thought to myself. This is something that I'm missing in my superhero canon. Right. The therapy session. Where the producer that has been pushing for a Madam Web movie all these years has to be just insane. Like, I'm telling you, Doc, that Madam Web, ever since I was a kid, she's turned me on. I've always wanted to see what she looked like, young and hot. And the doctor's just like, You are you talking about the the old lady with the like the the glasses and the wheelchair? Oh yeah, Doc. Saw her as a kid, loved her ever since. Really want to see what she'd look like hot. Like, that's so weird. Why Why cast, I don't remember her name. Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Based on the trailer, mm. I honestly believe that Dakota Johnson is cashing a paycheck because I've seen her deliver a performance. And she looked like she was sleepwalking through every scene of this trailer. I don't think they cast this movie for acting talent. Oh, at oh all. of They have not. some acting talent. Why you, cast Dakota Johnson in this? You know, you know exactly why. You look at the cast of this and Sony cast all these people just for sex appeal. Let me show my work. Let me Go give ahead. you evidence of something. So we got one one person in here named Jill Hennessy, I think is her name. Guess what her character name is when I look at the casting on IMDb. Is that one Spider Girl? No. That one's Spider Woman. Nope. I don't know. Beautiful woman. That is beautiful. All it's that is all it's labeled as. Beautiful woman. That's beautiful it. woman. Yeah, they're all beautiful I, women. Even uh, Adam Scott. He's probably the one I have a crush on the most in this group. Adam right Scott here. is a good looking dude. But Star Trek First Contacts. Adam Scott. It's the Enterprise. Oh, <laughs> my, my, my mistake. Sydney Sweeney, I think, is supposed to be. Spider Girl in this or one of them. Woman. There are two two Spider Women and one Spider Girl. It's like you really guys can come up with a what? third name. Like even are that you... kids animated Spider Man show was like, all right, well we've got 
Spider-Man, Spider-Man, and Spider-Gwen. What do we name them? Like, how about Spider-Man Spin and Ghost Spider? <laughs> okay. That that makes far more sense. Sony just continues to prove that they've learned nothing from everything that they've done, minus Spider-Verse. That's mm-hmm. that's it. And one could argue that Spider-Verse was only a success because the producers in charge of the movie were Lord and Miller, not Avi Arad. And I saw the best article this week where it was an open letter to Avi Arad saying, dear sir, please retire. Mm. Please stop making Sony Spider-Man movies. You're not any good at it. Mm -hmm. It's so true because everything he's produced, save for that one, which from what I understand, he had very little to do with, has been terrible. And everything that he's been making feels like it it was made back in 2001. Aside from the fact that the trailer for this movie makes it look like it was supposed to be made for the CW, it definitely feels like a movie that should have come out like after Spider-Man 3, not after Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. So suffice to say, neither of us are looking forward to this. Both of us are questioning a lot of decisions with this. Can't you just see a situation where this is like the highest grossing movie the year that it comes out and just be like Adam Webb or Spider-Man? Madam Webb, because oh, and it's coming people... out in February. It's coming out on Valentine's Day. Oh, what a perfect time for, you know, horny dudes to go see this movie right. by themselves. You walk into the theater and it's like there's a musty smell and there's a lot of heavy <laughs> breathing. I don't like this. I think I'm oh, going man. to leave. This one might be like Morbius, where I refuse to see Morbius because Sony should know better by now. And like the only way I could punish them was with my dollar. So I don't think I'm going to go see this one either because someone's got to teach them to they have to stop. They just got to stop with this whole Spider-Man universe nonsense, trying to be an MCU when they're not an MCU. But they're not going to because they unfortunately hold all the cards and they're just like whatever like our plan is solid as long as we could ride on the coattails of marvel long Mm -hmm. enough yep that's what it is they've got kevin feige's nuts and a vice well speaking of nuts and a vice let's talk about what if because i'm looking forward to that that's that is quite the segue that i'm not even sure i understood I had nothing for that because I just wanted to abruptly <laughs> change the subject. Um, the trailer for this looked actually decent. Fun. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I thought the animation looked improved. The animation from the first one was great. Don't get me wrong. But this this season two, like it really feels like there's a bit more of a budget behind it because it looks more polished. And I really like some of the the concepts that are being thrown out there, like that very first opening one with the Ant-Men's and Black Panther. If Mm -hmm. I understood that correctly, that was Hank and Janet and T'Challa's dad, T'Chaka, as the Black Panther. I think that's such a cool idea to introduce this kind of like, like we don't have to just tell wacky stories. We could could go back on the timeline and show you a, a story that happened maybe in another universe, but also like could have happened on the sacred timeline as well. Like, I think that's Mm -hmm. cool. I think the only thing that I kind of am a little confused about is that I did read somewhere that 
This premieres December 22nd, and they're going to be releasing it every day yep. until like the end of the year, pretty much. Like, okay, yeah. that's I, I think that's awesome. Uh, I, I, it's better than dropping it all in one day because if you drop it all in one day, it's easy to get overloaded and go, ah, watch a couple and then drop off. See, I disagree with something like that because this is nine episodes, half an hour. Yeah, a piece or so. This is this is something that's easily bingeable, and also sure. you you don't really have to watch this. I'm hoping in any particular order. You could just probably not. You were on the same page as me with the whole joining of them at the end of the first season was kind of lame. Yeah, I have a feeling that they are doing that again because at the end of the trailer, standing next to the watcher was what I think is Peggy Carter, Captain Carter. I have a strong feeling that that's going to be a through line and they're going to do the same thing again, where at the very least, maybe the last episode kind of brings people out of the multiverse to do another like multiversal Avengers situation thing. I don't know for sure, but I think that is what what they're going to do. But still, I can see why you'd maybe want them all at once, but it's coming out that week of Christmas. And it's something fun to look forward to every day of Christmas break. So I don't know. I kind of like it. It was an interesting choice. I guess Marvel is trying to do something where they're trying to ride the coattails of Loki, which I got to tell you, I feel like we are very much in the minority when it comes to our feelings of Loki, which I don't get it. But okay, whatever. That's fine. I don't know. It's it's just very interesting choice to me to release this in the way that they're doing it and also to release it now. Well, look at it this way. We're we're always talking about the Netflix model versus the week to week model. Like, do you sacrifice being in the conversation for seven weeks with a show that's seven episodes long versus all your episodes come out in a weekend? Most people watch it that first weekend and then you're no long. No one talks about you after that. This is kind of like splitting the difference. You've got yeah. nine episodes starting on the 22nd, going all the way through Christmas to New Year's. It's something every day. It gives you the opportunity to have people talking about it for a longer period of time because now you've got at least two weeks in the cultural consciousness instead of just the one. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of shows to me that maybe they feel a little more confident about this one than they do something like an Echo that they are just dropping all in one day, where it almost feels like they don't want it sticking around in the cultural consciousness for more than a week. Maybe, Whereas this one, maybe. it sound, feels like maybe they might be all right with that. I don't know. Between between this and between Echo, I I also just kind of get a feeling that Marvel is just like, We've delayed these long enough. Let's get the shit over with. And after those two are released, let's do less. These are already in the can. Let's let's just go from there. So, yeah, hopefully. But I am looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to uh, Marvel Mario Kart. I'm really. Oh, yeah, forward that, to... right, that episode looks I, weird. I'm I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to, I know I've been doing great with my bold predictions, but hmm. if there is. Somebody that I think could show up as the big bad. It feels like it's going to be Strange Supreme. You know. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, I can't just... remember what. No, because I, I don't. 
I'll have to rewatch it. But didn't didn't they leave him kind of like locked in like forever battle with Ultron in order to keep him from escaping or something like that? Maybe I don't I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't remember. <laughs> that was a long time ago, man. <laughs> I know. I guess I guess we're gonna have to rewatch. What if? <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a quick watch anyway. So that's true. So that's fine. I'm looking forward to this. I just hope that it doesn't suck. You know? Agreed. I think what? I think Marvel needs a TV win right now. Although I guess they kind of already yeah, they got did. it with Loki. They got one. They, they got, got a win TV win according to 98% of the, the world out there except for me and you. Apparently. But they need a win in the sense that they have to be able to do this Two in a row, at least. To have two wins in a row, that puts them in a little bit more of a strengthened position. Because On the it's been so huh? back and forth. It's been like ping pong. Like, they're bad. They're good. They're bad. They're good. They're bad. They're good. <laughs> it's not, not consistent. And they need consistency. I don't know if you heard any rumors about this or kind of just what they're speculating. But the projections for the Marvels this weekend are not good. Yeah, it is going lowest box office opening. It's it's going to drop a lot, and it's only projected to make like around ten million dollars. And whoa, I didn't hear that much. Shoot. Well, and the the reason why also is because there is far more competition this week that a lot of people are going to go see because they got the the new Hunger Games movie, a new Trolls movie, and a new Thanksgiving themed horror movie. Oh yeah. Lots of counter-programming. They definitely which... have some competition. And then they've got even more competition starting Tuesday because Napoleon comes out as well. And then another Disney movie, Wish, coming out, which yep. this leads me to believe that Marvel made a mistake by not hunting on this. They should have released this late. They... I don't even know. Like, Do you really think that later would have changed the box office? I the, think the, the general I, population didn't seem very interested in this movie to start. And I don't think having the actors advertise it is was really going to help that much. I think it would have helped because it's obvious that having the actors do nothing did nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, that's true. I think if they would have found a spot where it could have performed a little bit better, because this feels like not nearly to the extent like, this is way worse than what happened in Mission Impossible. I feel like they made a mistake by releasing it when it did. And they should have pushed this out to early next year and pushed Deadpool out to, like, July. You know what's even weirder and more wild? They had this date set months before Dune moved. Yeah. And Dune was supposed to come out the week prior. They would have been crushed by Dune's second week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. In their but, opening weekend. Well, you know, all those people who are like, I'm not going to go see it because it's a part two. Fool me <laughs> once. Like, like if we walk into Dune part two and it says Dune part two of, of three, three, I'm going to murder <laughs> someone right in the face. <laughs> I, I do have one, one other quick thing that I want to bring up to you and kind of get your thoughts on this. So... We've got a long list of all of these prestige directors who are just shitting on superhero movies. Now we got another one, Ridley Scott. I saw your your, uh, your thoughts. Um, I think forget who said it now, but I I saw somebody's response to it. Just 
perfectly encapsulated. It's like, stop asking old directors what they think of young people stuff. Like, uh-huh. I don't like, I don't like what the youth like. So why would someone old like what I like? Like, it makes no sense. Like, I'm not going to go ask my father-in-law, hey, what are your thoughts on the Marvels? He's 80. He doesn't give a shit. Like, (laughs) and especially because these directors are, they all make different kinds of movies. Like, if they liked these movies, then they would have been like, hey, I want to make one. So obviously you're just, you're just asking them that to get clicks and it's an obnoxious. So that's part one of my big rant about this is that one, if you think these are boring and if you don't like them, then why don't you try to make one of these and and see how well that you can do? Would anybody be interested in seeing Ridley Scott's X-Men, Uncanny X-Men? Sure. Well, let's just go with that. Probably. Um, But I'm I'm actually thinking I'm like, let me let me go back through. Ridley Scott's filmography. Let's see what he does and see if we can nail down the perfect superhero movie for Ridley Scott. We've it's got obviously got to star Russell Crowe. Napoleon, House of Gucci, The Last Duel. Stop right there. House of Gucci is the superhero movie that we needed. Yeah, seriously. Ridley Scott, you made the House of Gucci. You don't get to have an opinion on superhero movies at the moment. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Alien Covenant, The Martian. So based on his wheelhouse, I think I would like to see Ridley Scott take on Nova. Something like that. Like he he knows how to do sci-fi. He knows how to do a, a story where there's a singular main character and has to do something. Um, I think Nova would be a good... Like I, I want to see Ridley Scott do a superhero movie because... I think he makes good movies for the most part. And if he thinks these movies are all crap, put your money where your mouth is, dude. Like, show us how to do it then. I guarantee you, if you make a superhero movie and it makes a billion dollars, guess what? They're going to try and make more movies like your movie. That's all Hollywood does. They try to make more movies like the one that made the most money. I would be absolutely thrilled if suddenly Ridley Scott and Martin Scorsese and all these other directors that hates Marvel movies here because at the end of the day, they do make good movies. Why not try and make a good movie like this one? Like you don't say that about Westerns and you've all made some sort of a Western and Westerns used to be the superhero movie of the freaking sixties and seventies. Like they made another one every other day. So like, come on guys. Yeah. Agreed. It's starting to get frustrating. And I think at this point, the other side of the coin is what you brought up is that, Whoever is asking these people these questions just needs to stop. Like, stop yeah. asking these people these questions because all you're doing is just injecting something into the conversation that just doesn't need to happen. It's it's like if I was at Thanksgiving dinner and I look at my wife and was like, watch this. Hey, everyone, I think the Republicans are doing a crap job. And then I just go back and sit and I just watch the bomb go off. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Like I'm if not. I stood up at my table at dinner and was like, you know what? I don't think Jesus was real. <laughs> like, oh, oh my. The, the the reverberations would be felt through time. Like, Jesus would have to put down the cup at the Last Supper and be like, something just happened in the future. <laughs> well, 
I'm I'm glad that at both of our Thanksgivings, our grenades that we're throwing down are about politics and religion. So that's right. I mean, it's you know, the thing. It's it's definitely one thing you don't talk about. <laughs> well, and obviously Marvel is the third. So lots lots of superhero stuff dropped this week. That was the last one that I read about that I was like, mm-hmm. well, yeah. what do you say? Do you want to make a list? Like Pat Pap always said, let's do it. This week, we will be ranking the entirety of the Marvel Cinematic Universe from 44 to number one. You know, my pep have always said, if you want to do something right, you make a list. It's making a list. I'll put it on the list. It's quite an impressive list. Thank you. Those two beautiful nerdy men are negotiating using the power of math. All right, so we are going to conclude our sacred timeline where Nick and I are now going to do the impossible task of ranking our favorite MCU movies collectively. I'd say you guys should take up a less embarrassing hobby, but it might be too late. I think I would like to preface this by saying the same thing that I said to you before we started recording. I apologize in advance for any name calling or anything that I may say in the heat of the moment. I too apologize in advance for the hurtful things I said when we were trying to figure out which should go higher, ants or spiders. A gentleman's agreement. So we have an accord. Then. We have an accord. Ah, <laughs> uh, we should have just like twin twins to do this list. Oh man. Well, right. my delightful doppelganger, <laughs> here we are to agree on the number 44 in the list, I believe, should be Thor the Dark World. Oh my god, I, we're already off to a bad start. I disagree. <laughs> I think it should be Secret Invasion. Really? Yes. I, I think also it... think it should be Secret Invasion. Here, let me just tell you why I said Thor the Dark World first. Secret Invasion is at the bottom of my list. You had Secret Invasion at 42, and so I didn't think I'd be able to win you over, so I was just like, well, we both, you have Thor at last, and I have Thor at second to last, so it would make sense to put it last. But if you want to make it Secret Invasion, I'm super cool with that. (laughs) Do you know why I want to make Secret Invasion our number 44? Because the Marvels exist. Oh, yeah, there you go. Because... Samuel L. Jackson in that is great. What happened in Secret Invasion? What 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 was that? So I, mean, I think Samuel L. Jackson was still great. I just think character well, of Nick really, Fury was really, portrayed poorly. Really? Really? I mean, yeah, he did a good job. He did a performance there. He he did a performance. That is like anybody who wakes up in the morning and when somebody asks them, hey. How's your day going? Well, I'm upright and breathing. Like, oh, bare minimum. Great. Cool. (laughs) Thank you. Whatever. Well, I don't know why we're arguing about this. We both agree it sucked. So so 44, Secret Invasion, 43, Thor the Dark. All right. I like that. That works for me. That's a compromise. And then, so then my suggestion for number 42 would then be Thor, Love, and Love Thunder, Thunder, since we both had it at 41. Right. There'll be more followers to replace you. There always are. So now, here's where it gets interesting. In doing this, I noticed that you have Hulk at 40, and I have Eternals at 40. And at 36, I have Hulk, and you have Eternals. They kind of, like, flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. But 
we both agreed on Iron Man and Captain Marvel being 39 and 38. So my suggestion is that 41 is Iron Man 3 and 40 is Captain Marvel. What do you think? I'm fine with that. Before we get to the Incredible Hulk and the Eternals, may I suggest uh-huh. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Before that's so two. cool that you say that because that's exactly what I wanted to do. She's trying to copy me. Yes, because I feel like that is splitting the difference between yeah. what we have. Yeah, you and... have it at 35 and I have it at 42. So yeah, a 39-ish would yeah. make be about halfway. Yeah. Now I think the next part is that we need to decide. Which one goes first, the Incredible Hulk or the Eternals? Which we're just splitting hairs at this point. I know that you like the Incredible Hulk way more than I like the Eternals. I think <laughs> I, so. I don't, I don't know. I let let's talk it out. So I I feel that the Incredible Hulk is incredibly underrated. I do acknowledge that there are some movie making flaws. Sometimes it's night and sometimes it's day during that entire chase scene at the beginning with the, uh, Edward Norton. The The CGI is a bit iffy at times, but it, that was, might be still, a, that, it was early 2008. Yeah, that, that might so, be a product of the time. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. I can't really fault them for, you know, they that was made on a smaller budget. It's not really its fault, but I really enjoyed Edward Norton as the Hulk. Uh, it is one that I have enjoyed rewatching, and it's it's breezy. It's short. It's not too much of a slog to get through. So I think that it should go above Eternals, but I also agree that Eternals does have some positives to go along with it. Sure. The positives are the, the group of actors that they've assembled is outstanding, and Chloe Zhao really knows how to direct or how to frame and direct a wide shot of landscape. He does. Cool. Very good at cool. that. But Julie sucks. He does suck. Here's why I would put the Incredible Hulk above the the Eternals. Okay. I'm, Sold. I'm not putting I'm not putting the Eternals any higher until they address this giant fucking celestial in the middle of earth that has not been, has not been taken care of. Yeah, that's true. One of my big complaints about the incredible Hulk is it's not the film's fault. It is the lack of embrace on Marvel side to say, Hey, let us bring this in a little bit more into the MCU besides literally kicking Ed Norton out and then putting Mark Ruffalo in. And then that's it. Their, you know, abomination is all over the place mm-hmm. now. William so, Hurt showed up a lot more times. Well, he's not going to be showing up. Well, I mean, but he was in Civil War, and then he was also in Infinity War and Black Widow, and now but, he will his character will be played by Harrison Ford moving forward. So, like, they they kept the character around. They brought him back. Like, people were saying, "Oh, we're never going to see any of those characters from the Hulk ever again." Like. The only thing connecting it to the MCU before Civil War was the Tony Stark cameo at the end of it. So yeah. it's much more ingrained now into the yes, this is definitely a part of the MCU. So don't stop like people don't have to be confused about that anymore, which I like. I appreciate that. 
Right. But uh, I agree with you. I think Hulk first, Hulk at 37 <laughs> and Eternals at 38 works. I would like to propose that what if go at 36. I'm fine with that. That works okay. for me because that splits the difference with yeah. where we had them. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So here, here is where it starts to go a little sideways. Like this is where I stopped being as confident with what I thought was going to happen. Um, I would like to propose that Black Widow go next. Now Black Widow versus Iron Man 2. You want Iron Man 2 there? I'm not saying that. I'm saying sell sell it to me. Oh, okay. So, well, no, but I'm asking, like, it, so is so what do you want there instead of Black Widow? Is it Iron Man 2? So, okay. If I'm looking at everything, everything kind of left on the board right now, I'm inclined to either put Black Widow or maybe even put Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. As well. So I would be all right with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So you had Falcon much higher. So it's my much... next on my list is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But then I had Civil War, which you had higher, a lot higher. And then I had Black Widow, which you had lower. So I wasn't sure if you'd want to put Falcon and the Winter Soldier so low which is why I kind of was like, well, we're, we're kind of really even on Black Widow. So I didn't know if you'd okay. want to toss that one down there. All right. So why don't we do Black Widow and Falcon and the Winter Soldier after that? Next? Okay. That's a compromise! I'm fine letting go of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, All right. So then that brings us up to number 33. Sorry, dude. You're not getting Civil War there. You're just... No, no. I... I didn't I didn't think so. I was I was actually funny enough. That is what I had on my thing. I was going to propose Iron Man 2 next. Like this is going to be a concession for me because I'm all I'm going to in a few moments request that Civil War be a lot lower for you. But I I have Iron Man 2 at 29. You have it at 34. So I feel putting Iron Man 2 at 33 is a compromise. Because otherwise, I mean, what what would you what would you put there at this point? Because you've got nothing, nothing no, lower, like, nothing, nothing lower that I'm, and nothing, nothing so far is anything that I'm really striving to fight for. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go Iron Man two. I'm fine okay. with that. So, what would you like to put next? I have Avengers: Age of Ultron next because it's another one that we have. You have at twenty nine. I have at thirty. This would be the 32 spot. It's a little lower, but I don't think you're willing to put Civil War below Ultron, if I'm you, understanding you, correctly. You underestimate me. I will put Civil War next. and then Really? I will, because I've got a couple coming up that I'm going to be like... Okay. Either... I'm I'm making my concessions now because I'm playing chess. I'm playing chess, my friend. <laughs> I see. So we'll do Civil War and then Ultron. Yeah, right. that's fine. That's fine. None of this makes sense. Okay. 
So Civil War, Ultron. So where we're at? We're at number 30. So number 30, I'm not going to tell you what my pick for 30 is because it's one that I made a huge concession for. And I'd, I'd like to see what you'd like to put here first. If I don't have to give it up, I'm not going to. Looking at what's around right now, the two potential suspects of things that we could possibly put next, Moon Knight makes sense mm-hmm. to potentially put there. Okay, here's, right with Moon Knight. Here's, here's what I'm proposing. Okay. Why don't we put Moon Knight next, and I will drop Ant-Man, the original Ant-Man, down to, it would be what? Thir- 29. 29. Okay. I am I am okay with that because you funny enough, Ant Man that I had Ant Man at twenty nine, yeah, and I had Moon Knight at twenty eight. That's it, time out, guys. Let's all calm down, yeah. We're all worked up. Let's all just like chill the f out and talk for a second. But I'm okay with Moon Knight being a little bit lower so that I don't have to put what I want to put there next. <laughs> This one, I think I'm not going to get away with, but I'm going to vote we put Thor next. No, you're not going to get away with that. I'm not going to get that because I've got not. Thor all the way down at 37 and you've got it all the way up at 20 and 20 and 37. That's 17 apart. So 28 is kind of in the middle there. That's I was kind of thinking. But if you OK, okay. If okay. strongly here's, you feel here's my potential counter argument or okay. counter proposals with that. I would be willing to put Thor one spot up if we put Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Okay. Or I, actually, I actually. Oh, I mean, okay, I had, on, I had Guardians Which, Two right above Thor too. Okay, so hold on. I'm okay wait, with that. How about okay? How about this? Because also, <laughs> you feel like I maybe agreed to that too quickly. How about okay? Here's here here's what I'm proposing for our next three. Okay. The Guardians Holiday Special. No, okay. Guardians Two Thor. I will hold on because I have Guardians Holiday Special much higher. No, it's not that much higher. You have it at 20, right around where I have Thor. Hold on. No, there's some that I'd rather see lower. We're at a crucial point in the negotiation. We're both about to lose. Oh, yeah. Like what? Uh, Like Multiverse of Madness and the Marvels. I'd rather have those below Guardians Christmas. I think this, okay, this is, I think, part of our fundamental, the philosophy difference with uh-huh. this is that given where I have Werewolf by Night and given where you have Werewolf, werewolf That's the by one Night. That, that was one of the ones that I wasn't going to, I was going to fight for. Because <laughs> I would be fine with putting the Guardians Christmas special or holiday special up a little bit higher. Okay. You got to come down on Werewolf by Night though, because, and here's why. Okay. Okay. Because here's my big struggle with Werewolf by Night for mm-hmm. a lot of things. One, it's it's technically beautiful, even if it is in color, I guess. <laughs> We're only ranking the black and white one. Why, though? Why? Because because I haven't why, seen why? the color one. Well, that's <laughs> so, that sounds like that sounds like a you problem. Not I, a me I problem. mean, have you watched all the bonus features on all of these movies? It's not a bonus feature. It's a bonus it's, feature. It is not a bonus feature. It's legitimately a bonus feature. It's you. I don't you see. I, I do not see anybody advertising a fucking bonus feature. No, of course they are because it's on Disney Plus. Listen, you can buy Logan 
and watch Logan Noir as a bonus feature on the Logan disc. But it still comes in its original format first. It's a bonus feature. If this was on DVD, it would have came out as you can watch it as the movie, as the director intended. Or, hey, here's a fun little, you can watch it all in color. It's cool. Like, that's what it is. And the only reason it doesn't look like that is because it's on Disney+. Plus. And now that I think about that, oh, man, I really want them to put that on DVD so I can have it for my collection. Anyway, sidebar. Yeah. Okay, so how about this? Why don't we do Moon Knight? We do Moon Knight, then Ant-Man at 29. Oh, yeah. We Gar- do Moon Knight, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I think we both agreed to. I'm there. fine. I'm fine with that. Guardians 2 at 28. All right. I'll, all right. I will do this. I will put Guardians Christmas special next at 27. If we can hold off on the werewolf by night of it all for a few more eggs. That's fine. All right. Mm, I don't like it. I guess I can live with that. That's a compromise. Guardians Christmas special at 27. Which makes, uh, so now at 26, this is where I was going to recommend we put the Marvel. I'm fine with that. And then after the Marvels, I, that's what, then after the Marvels, that's where I wanted to put Guardians Holiday, but my next. I will put, I will, I will put, I will put Thor next. That's fine. Okay. Then I will suggest Black Panther Wakanda Forever. You would suggest Black Panther Wakanda Forever versus multiverse of madness uh you have yes. it lower you have it lower on your i list. have i have multiverse at 21 and i have wakanda at 26 you've got them right next to each other at 17 and 18 i mean if you want if you want multiverse of madness next i'm okay with that and then we could put wakanda forever right above it and it'll it'll look almost like your list okay so why don't we do multiverse of madness okay Wakanda forever. And then the next one I propose is far from home. You have it at 18. I have it at 28. Putting it at 22 feels like it would make sense. I think you are correct. However, I will counter just with this. Could we put Ms. Marvel at 22 and far from home at 21? I will do that. Actually, actually, no, I'm going to do this instead. Can we put Ms. Marvel at 22 and She-Hulk at 21, because I realized I was willing to concede on She-Hulk a lot lower because I know you have it a lot lower. Well, which so, here's here's a question. Which one are you conceding on She-Hulk? No, here's what I'm about to ask. Are you conceding on She-Hulk or Werewolf by Night? Well, I mean, in this instance, Werewolf by Night is my 11. She-Hulk is my 14. I was going to let you put She-Hulk as low as 31. So. <laughs> like I, I kept my mouth shut because you didn't, you didn't push for it. How is she kicking her asses so hard? I don't know, but we gotta make sure she never finds out. <laughs> okay, She-Hulk at twenty-two. I would put She-Hulk above Miss Marvel. Okay, because that. here, because here's why. Because unfortunately for She-Hulk, the Marvels exist. So I give, Wait, I give. What? Um, <laughs> oh, Amon Valani, and yeah, no, you're. You're correct, but we're not basing Miss Marvel on the Marvels. It's Miss Marvel based on how well Miss Marvel did. I am not accepting that argument from you when you said that you rank Guardians two higher because of what we get in the future with Drax. So no, I am not accepting you, that argument at all. No, I did my nobody homework, makes you me bleed monster. my own blood. 
<laughs> Damn it. I did say that. <laughs> You're using my own words against me. Go to hell. So, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, hold on. I think I have a counter for that. No, you don't. That was that was me going backwards. I was saying Drax got less annoying the the older the movie got. Whereas you're saying that because Mon Valani was so good in the Marvels that Ms. Marvel should get to she was as good in Ms. Marvel. Like she didn't get better. She doesn't that doesn't make Ms. Marvel any better. <laughs> Just with Drax though, when you first see Guardians 2, Drax is annoying as hell. He got more annoying as he went on. So when you rewatch Guardians 2, he's actually not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. That's, that's, that, that was the argument I was making. He he He's not as offensive. I'll concede. The only real reason I wanted Ms. Marvel at 22 is because it's smack dab in the middle of the list. <laughs> and that was for me, like, I both love it and I hate it. It has to be dead center, but that's fine. I'll put She-Hulk there. Even though I love She-Hulk a lot more, it's fine. As long as you will then allow me to suggest... I would suggest Hawkeye. for 20, put Hawkeye there, yeah. and then put Far From Home. Oh, no, no, no. Let's do Far From Home first. Nope. No. You wanted Far From Home lower. No, I'm fine with putting... Because I just rewatched Far From Home a couple days ago, No, actually. Okay, that, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, because you have Hawkeye higher than Far From Home on your list, as do I. So so Far From Home would go next. No, no. May I ask why? For spite? It feels like you only want to do this out of spite now. Yeah, I kind of do. Oh. I don't think you can return an item for spite. In that case, then, then No Way Home comes next. You can put Far From Home at 12. No, <laughs> you said spy. That's what I thought. All right, and okay. then Hawkeye. All right, so we are now at eighteen. All right, I've I've got. Here's my proposal for this. Okay. In some order, I feel like our next three should be some combination of No Way Home, Werewolf by Night, Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, that's so interesting. You say that because on my list, I think that. Our next three should be a some order of No Way Home, Ant Man and the Wasp, or Loki. And I'm only pushing Loki because I I really think season two took a crap. Okay, <laughs> how about this? I think Hawkeye Here... was solid all the way through. Loki Loki has a season two though, and that okay. makes it go lower. Okay, here's here's what I am. Why don't we do Loki, No Way Home, Ant Man and the Wasp? Okay. I will I will agree to that. And then we can put Werewolf by Night after yes. that. Okay. Okay. That works. On, I, I gotta find them. No way home. Ant-Man and the Wasp. You are a scholar and a gentleman, sir. You know that? I was willing to let you have No Way Home over Ant-Man and the Wasp, but no. Hey. No, it's <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Did you rewatch so, it yet? No. No. Oh. This is also where I am fine putting Captain America First Avenger. Next. That's what I have. Cool. Look at this. We are just flying through this because we actually agree a lot more than we thought we would. Now, I actually, I say that, and now I'm going to make you angry at me. I come to bargain. My um, next one would be Doctor Strange. Oh, cool. Me too. 
I was just yeah. going to say Dr. Strange. I knew that was coming and I was like, fine, you can, you can have it. It's fine. So then my next suggestion would be Winter Soldier. And then that's exactly where you have Winter Soldier on your list. That's fine. Okay. So that was 11. So we are now into the top 10. Wait a second. Wait a second. Where is... Oh, no, sorry. I accidentally put... Amer- I where that, was, that was number 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now number 11. This is where I was going to concede and let you have uh, Guardians Volume 3 here. It's only one. It's only two up from where you have it on your list, but it's a, it's about four down for mine. Trap isn't a trap. You know the trap is trying to trap you. It's a face-off. Unless you would rather it be higher and then suggest what you'd like to put there instead. Okay, here would be my next three. Why don't we do Guardians Volume 3, Spider-Man Homecoming, Really? One division. Interesting. My calculus in my head is that I am struggling so much to put a TV show above any of the movies. I struggle. Uh, no, I know that's that. cool. I, I actually, you actually put one division a little bit higher than I thought I was going to have to let it go. You said one division, Spider-Man. So I was I, actually thinking because we both had homecoming, we both agreed at homecoming at 11. But there are some that we just kind of couldn't agree on. And there are some that were lower on my list and some that are lower on your list. I was thinking that Homecoming would be a little bit closer to like the number five or six. So here's how I was cool. thinking about it. Instead of Homecoming, you said Guardians, Homecoming, WandaVision. I okay. was thinking Guardians, Endgame, WandaVision. I'm fine with Endgame being a little bit higher because we also have Black Panther and we also mm-hmm. have Thor Ragnarok. To kind of reconcile as well. Because you have Thor Ragnarok. Well, I was going to suggest we have after. So I was going to suggest after Endgame and WandaVision, Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther. Okay. Unless you think either of those deserve to be higher than Spider-Man. And which point then we can put Spider-Man lower. Oh, I'm fine with that. Okay. so, So we'll do Guardians at 12. We'll do Endgame at 11 i see this is an absolute win and we'll do wandavision at 10 so then ragnarok and black panther ragnarok black panther and i'm fine Homecoming. yes and then i'd be fine with the next one after that have we done shang chi yet that's where i was going to suggest you're imitating the god man okay the next one would be shang chi and then the next one after that would be iron man agreed <laughs> he just did it again and that okay. brings us to our top three so mm-hmm. i think that the next one should be Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity War. And here, here's why. You used I, one, no, no, you no. Used, can I you, can I say why? Can I say why? Because you, I'm going to use your argument against you. You used my comment in justifying why Avengers should be like is your number one. Yeah. When I said that it, it was a dream come true. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, because I you said yourself with your own words that if Avengers one fails. There is no Infinity War. So I think Avengers 1 should be number 2 and I'm Avengers fine. I'm fine Infinity War should be number 3. I'm fine. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. That means if you've been following along at home, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 is our combined number 1. We have an accord. Huzzah. A gentleman's agreement. Indeed. Well, I do say, my fine feathered friend. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I say, I say, I say, I say we definitely figured out that list. So let's take it from the top. At number 44, Secret Invasion. At number 43, Thor the Dark World. 42, Thor Love and Thunder. Unfortunate for Thor. He's got so many crappy movies. At number 41, Iron Man 3. At number 40, Captain Marvel. At number 39, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. How many holes do you have? I'm sorry, is that a personal question? His name is Scott Lang. He has seven holes. <gasps> yeah, that's, that's right. How, how, do you, how did you know that? At number 38, The Eternals. 37, The Incredible Hulk. At 36, What If? At 35, Black Widow. And at 34, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. At 33, we have Iron Man 2. At 32, Captain America Civil War. 31, Avengers Age of Ultron. You want to protect the world, but you don't want it to change. 30, Moon Knight. 29, Ant-Man. 28, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. 27, The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. 26, The Marvels. That ended up higher than I thought it was going to be. That's okay. At 25, Thor. I like it. Another. And at 24, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Man. Then we've got at 23, 23, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Number 22, She-Hulk. But it's not where you think. Number 21, Ms. Marvel. Number 20, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 19, Hawkeye, number 18, Loki. This is a lot for you. Let's get your bearings. Number 17, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Suck it, fanboys. Kiss your mother with that mouth. <laughs> number 16, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Suck it, you suck it. Suck it. <laughs> At number 15, Werewolf by Night. Asterisk, black and white. At number 14, Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, 13, Doctor Strange. 12, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. 11, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Number 10, Avengers Endgame. Number 9, WandaVision. Number 8, Thor Ragnarok. Number 7, Black Panther. Number six, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number five, Shang-Chi. Number four, Iron Man. Number three, Avengers Infinity War. Number two, Avengers. And the number one movie ranked for the MCU of the Geek Speak Louder Than Nerds rankings is... Guardians, Guardians of, of the, the Galaxy, Galaxy Volume, Volume 1. One. Yay! Yay! We did it. Much more civilly than uh, than I thought. <laughs> yeah. We only had to pause to clean up the blood two or three times. Like, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. That's, that's the magic of editing, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm copying my list right next to the list we just came up with. And I want to see how many I got right and how many we disagreed on. 
All right, let's see here. So of my list, I got 26 out of 44. I'm definitely not going to get that. Yeah, I'm only going to get eight. Someone clearly came in with an agenda. <laughs> and <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Mike is easier to play like a fiddle than a tin roof on Sunday. I do declare. Mm, mm, okay, I, I see where we went. It was a twin twain moment of compromise. If we're both unhappy, that means we've reached a compromise. And he compromised just a little bit more than I had to. Well, I'm telling you, mine was based purely on math. So math mm-hmm. doesn't lie. The real list was the friends we made along the way, right? That's very true. Well, that was fun. That was that was a journey. Seven weeks of talking fun Marvel movies and making lists. Making lists, making checking lists. them twice, all of that. And it's that time of year, too. There we have it, folks. The official Geek Speak Louder Than Nerds sacred timeline. It is and always shall be forevermore, unless at some point we decide to tweak or another show or movie comes out. Like, what if an Echo that are coming out soon yep. enough. So, Nick, will. what do we have coming up next week? Well, next up in your podcast feed, we will be kicking off our eight-week run of Star Wars Ahsoka. The first episode is titled Part One, Master and Apprentice. A valuable prisoner escapes the New Republic custody. A search for answers reunites two old friends. Until next time, please like, subscribe, do what your pap-pap says and make a list of things to do. Share the podcast with someone who might enjoy it and rate us five stars on your listening app of choice. You can find us all over social media. I am on Blue Sky, Twitter, and Letterboxd at Jagged2319. I'm on Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, and Serialized at MLHilty2452. You can also contact the show at GeekSpeakLouder at gmail.com or on Blue Sky at GeekSpeakLouder.bsky.social or by searching GeekSpeakLouderThanNerds. Join our Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at GeekSpeakLoud because the er was just too many characters for Elon Musk. Until next time, I'm Mike Hilty. And I'm Nick Farrow. Thank you for tuning in to Geek Speak Louder Than Nerds. Bye, everybody. Catchphrase. That's a compromise! You're starting today. Am I now? Do you even have the script open? No, I don't. So <laughs> maybe open up the script. <laughs> Off to a great. I'm like, great. why does he think I'm starting on this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oopsie. Pause for coughing. Coughing. Wheezing. <laughs> oh, there goes me. <laughs> Pause for take two. Well, let's do that again, but this time at the same time. Yeah. Three, two, one. Guardians Guardians of the the Galaxy. We're off again. Is there a delay? There might be a delay. You you go. You go. It's fine. Go ahead. Do it again. But this time it's it's fine if we're a little off. Ready? Three, two, one. Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy Volume volume one. one.